<laughs> Do you ever hear of Netty Netty? Do you ever hear of Netty Netty? Not this, not that. No. It's an old uh, Indian Hinduism thing, which is, uh, you know, there's seems to be all these different approaches that are offered to see, try to look at this. But that approach sort of uh, backs away from everything, and then you end up right where you've been the whole time. Instead of trying to find it, you're looking at everything as not this, not this, yes? And then maybe you'll get to the point where it'll seem like not this, but you'll be seeing it not this as this. See, that's the little trick. You got That's like how it, it, it stops any kind of uh, investigation because you'll be entertaining not this as this, yeah? So what occurs in a way is the aperture of mind, almost like a camera lens, let's say, yeah, <laughs> is locked in a place. It's not fixed there, but it seems to be locked because we just take it to be so, yeah? That's, it just can, it can never be locked. It can seem to be locked, which means it appears to be true or false to us. Yeah. You have a huge role in this whole event. Yeah. This isn't like spiritual victimhood or passivity. It's not like this at all. It's very empowering, really. So here's the aperture. And let's say you hear some information that hasn't been co-opted by the framing of all information. You, maybe it gets in. So there's an aha or something occurs and the mind opens up like a lens, really. So the mind is self-centeredness. So everything is seen as how it pertains to you. So this vast event goes like this. You know, it's incredible. <laughs> it's just a really insane situation. But it's only seemingly so. That's the good news. So here's the aperture. So let's say the aperture opens up for some reason or another. Uh, so it goes like this. Most people, it's like, okay, I'm getting clearer. Yeah? Really clear. I can see everything. I can see everything as not, not that, but it, you're still seeing it from what's not so. Yeah? yeah? So this is comfortable. Everyone will get into this. They like to have a larger view, like a bigger, you know, plasma TV screen. Yeah? But... But what happens is the aperture goes like this. It just doesn't open up like this. It opens up like this. Yeah? So what was taking itself to be behind the camera, behind the camera, behind the, everything safe, behind the camera. Oh, yeah, it's everything unbelievable. I am all one except with you. And, you know, I'm all this. You know, I have no ego, but everyone else's ego is bothering me. And, and this stuff, yeah? That's all safe. It goes like this. But then it reaches a point where... It goes like that. And now what was taken to be behind the camera is in front of the camera. Once it's seen to be in front of the camera, the whole story about being behind the camera loses all of its relevance. I mean, the plank it's standing on, on this giant floor it laid, falls out, and it's obvious. Yeah, So it's like this. This is cool, yeah. I'm having an incredible wide-open experience, bliss, and all this love. As long as it's mine, it's okay, safe, it's been neutered. But then it goes past that point, and suddenly you're seen. This is seen, all the thoughts, the sense of being a thinker, the sense of being the feeler, the sense of being the haver, the doer, is seen. Not from the doer, the haver, the seer, that's a form of looking, but seen from mind, Yeah. Now, you would expect that would have an effect on your experience here. 
It will. <laughs> to me, it stabilizes as a form of traveling lighter, you know, which fits into any other form that you seem to be in and out of. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. It's not a form in itself, so it can fit in and out of every other form. Yeah. So it's not like a path to illumination, but it illuminates whatever path you're on. If your path is just going to work and taking care of a family, that's fine. Everything is... Because the idea of using a path to find illumination is part of the drag, you know? It's part of the dilemma. But if you see that you are the illumination in whatever you're doing or whatever you seem to be in or your seat assignment, that works, yeah? Now, how does, why does it work? Who cares? Well, you know it works for sure because its workability will display itself in your life. You'll come to believe, in a sense, that something greater than yourself is at play here. Yeah? Not greater than you, but greater than yourself. Yeah? The feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? You'll get a sense that something greater is at play here. And maybe you may want to make it into something other than you to feel safe for a while. That's fine. Yeah? You may not want to get used to it too quickly. So, like, in recovery, we say uh, we're going to turn our will and our life over to the care of a higher power of our own understanding. So that will be safer. Yeah? So if you be understand it to be some power that's benevolent to you and get you parking spaces and maybe a date and stuff, and maybe it'll provide money for you. And these things that you have real concerns about in this seeming world. Yeah? That's okay. But after a while, you may start out as that, but then it's probably going to morph into you're going to have you're going to surrender your will and your life over the care of a higher power of its own understanding. Yeah. So when you stop framing it, yeah, it's going to reveal itself to you, through you, for you, as you, as others. You're going to see it. Where you didn't see, see it's like uh, imprints or fingerprints, you'll start seeing them in everything. Yeah? You'll start seeing the magic of this place. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like the other last couple of weeks ago, I was in Philadelphia speaking and uh, staying at this lady's, really nice lady's house and had a beautiful backyard with like a forest behind it. So I was walking around the perimeter of the place and there was like this wooden like fence with these the horizontal pieces of wood and, and with posts. And so I decided to put my leg up there to stretch my legs out. And this was like one little point of this big area yeah and then I look up and there's this speckled gray woodpecker which I know of because I have bird feeders and I really like these birds and there was one right there on a branch out of thousands of branches it was resting on one branch right over my head and I just so happened to look up because I was stretching my leg out and it did a, like a 10 minutes performance it ate did its little dance and it was incredible because usually when it fought flies to my feet it only eats for a little while and then takes off and very solitary I think they mate and everything but they're by themselves obviously they mate or they wouldn't be other woodpeckers <laughs> but they don't tend to hang out like in a flock or whatever so this, this is what happens a lot yeah and what it does is it conveys and it doesn't matter if it's made up or not everything's made up here you might as well live a magical life Instead of a fucking mundane life, you have a lot to do with the writing of the story, so you might as well make it magical, you know, instead of, oh, this, therefore that, you know? It's just this, therefore anything, really, yeah? Just don't add, don't bring the that into it. Just leave the this, and then therefore find out what this is. 
Well, it's going to imply itself quite a many ways, thousands of ways. Yeah, and it's like being stroked in a way by an imaginary hand. It's just some. It's a nice way to go here. Yeah. So the whole idea of, of neti neti is not this, not this. But you got to be careful because what will probably be excluded out of that is you. You will be the, the established reference point of this is this, but everything else is not this. Yeah. But the point is, everything else is getting meaning from you being this. Yeah. If you want to see life in a new way, if this this is giving meaning to everything else, see, you and I give everything all the meaning it has, and this has been given a meaning. Mind has given this a meaning that it's a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, and that it's mind. Yeah, that it's the precursor to mind. Yeah, it's the precursor to consciousness. It's it's not a feeling, it's the feeler. It's not a thinking, it's the thinker. It's not having, it's the haver or the possessor. Yeah? That has been, that's a huge meaning. And from there, everything else is being given meaning to. Yeah? Now, we may want to try to change the meanings to everything without changing this meaning. Yeah? But this meaning's the biggest influence in all the other meanings. Yeah? You can't get, you can't have, you can't, if you change this meaning out here and this doesn't get revised, it's just going to morph into another uh, mutation of that meaning. Yeah? So let's say you're climbing the corporate ladder, then maybe five years later you're climbing the spiritual ladder. They're both climbing ladders. Yeah? There's just a different thing. One's like a gilded ladder, and then the other one's a green you know, money ladder. But they're the same movement. Yeah? But just it's the... The goal of it is given a different meaning, which changes everything, but it doesn't change everything. Yeah? The meaning is already solidified by the meaning giver, because the meaning giver doesn't see that it's living in a meaning. Yeah? And that meaning may not be so. When it discovers that, all bets are off. Yeah? You can live, it's sort of like, there's an old Zen saying, first there is the mountain, and then there is no mountain, and then there is a mountain. So, all right, first there is the person, yeah? Then you have a hit or an understanding or maybe you have a hope or you hear a novel idea. Hey, there isn't a person, yeah? And then you think, okay, that's as far as you go. There is no person. So now you're trying to be a no person as the person, yeah? You're trying to be the absence of the mountain as the presence of the mountain (laughs) when it's backwards because the first mountain is absent. That's the key. By its absence, you realize the presence, and then the mountain appears again. But it's different now. Yeah? That's the point. So first there is this Paul, then there isn't a Paul, but then there is a Paul again, seemingly. And the fact is, that's all the Paul has been, seemingly. And nothing has to change in that at all. It doesn't make a world of difference, truly. It makes the difference that you're not taking yourself to be that Paul. Yeah? If the mind's taking itself to be Paul, then it gets this novel, very high-tech message of that there is not no Paul. It's going to try to be the no Paul as the Paul. <laughs> it's sort of like in those movies where the clone is taking itself to be a human being. Yeah, Totally has a whole story, has pictures, and he has you know, communications with his wife who isn't there, but somewhere else. And then something happens to reveal to him that he's not the human being, that he's a clone, yeah? 
but how he hears the message of being a clone is as the human being. Yeah? The programming is the myth that catches the information, which changes the whole game. Yeah? Now it becomes another game and in this place of many games, you see? It doesn't, the clone can be sure, I mean, the clone can be sure that it's a clone, but it's going to be knowing that as a human. Yeah? The program is going to supersede. It's in place. It's catching everything. It's like the imaginary shore before every ocean, every wave breaks. That's what it breaks on. Yeah? You have the story of being the shore, but it isn't. You're, you're in an idea of being the shore, and you're thinking all the waves are breaking on you. Yeah? Now, when, you, when someone tells you you're not the shore, you're going to try to turn around as the fake shore and see the shore that someone has just told you you're, you are. But as the fake shore. And you're going to be hit by the waves, but you'll be in denial. There are no waves. Nothing's going on. I'm, I'm feeling great, but you're not. You feel like shit. Things are happening because the waves are still breaking. <laughs> Why are you looking for the imaginary ultimate shore? This is the point. This is the this is like one of the main dilemmas of all the practices and the processes and all the invitations. There's a, a, a hiccup that's not being addressed, and that hiccup is going to echo over every movement past the hiccup. Yeah, it's going to override whatever could be revealed because it will be revealed to you. Once the you claims it, the revelation is neutered. You know, it's like, oh, here's a revelation. If I string enough of them together, I'll have a giant garland of, of revelations, and then I'll be a revelator, you know, or I'll be a realizer. It doesn't work that way. The realization is an invitation to see what doesn't need to be realized. Yeah, you are realization. You're not something that is going to get realization. You are the realization that's acting as if it isn't. The only thing you can do is hear a clue or a little invitation to maybe look at it that way, and it may trigger a real revelation, that I am the revelation. Yeah. Not I'm having a revelation, because then you'll be a collector of revelations. Yeah. And then you may be insane enough to start part, 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 you know, giving out the revelations to other revelators, yeah? And then you'll all be fucked. But you'll, you'll be fucked with a lot of revelations. That's the drag. You think it's different getting fucked with a revelation and with something else. It isn't. <laughs> so that's what I saw. I, that's, I started the first video we ever did was the uh, lion and the sheep video. Because that's how it hit me. I had been going to meetings and listening and then I saw the subtle us and them of meetings where everyone in the meeting thought they were awake and everyone else isn't, but then they thought the guy or the woman was more awake. And so there was like the man standing in the river selling water, you know? It's so fucking insane, yet they're filling up halls, yeah. because that's safe. That's the aperture like this, yeah? already claimed and owned. Once anything is claimed, it alters it. It's just like in physics, the biggest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. Yeah? Let's say you, you have, there's an object and you observe the object as yours, you're giving that object a huge amount of meaning. Not you, but the mind is, yeah? 
through this interface called Paul. It's like uh, those the cloud in the internet where there's tons of information. There's no place you can go to where that cloud is, can you? It doesn't exist, let's say, in form, but there's tons of information that can be accessed from there. Yeah? So let's say we all have our own little personal clouds in selfing, and the cloud is represented by your name. Yeah. So when it becomes me, when the you that seems to be functioning here is crowned right, by the selfing playing God called me, you become uh, king me the one, the first, and the only. <laughs> Queen me the first and the only. There's no long lines. There's only one of you. <laughs> as soon as that is in place, everything that becomes available to us through conscious contact, yeah, thoughts, feelings, experiences, other objects, things like that, yes, are going to be used by the selfing to facilitate the bondage to this idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. And we'll blame the feelings and the thoughts and the objects. But like Ramana Maharshi says, you don't have to give up the possessions, give up the possessor. Yeah? The possessor is the real bonding agent, not the possessions. The possessions facilitate a bondage, and they may not facilitate a bondage. They may facilitate an expression of being free. They don't have any inherent meaning. You and I are going to give us them the meaning, yeah? So from selfing, you can be guaranteed it's going to be giving everything that it contacts with through consciousness and takes advantage of. It's going to be given that meaning to facilitate the bondage of the mind to the idea of being a self. You don't need to see every one of them. You get a few examples and you see the theme, yeah? Like if you see one... Let's say uh, Kubrick movie, Stanley Kubrick, you get that as a Kubrick movie. Yeah, you can recognize the quality of it, how it's the direction of it, yeah, the ideas in it. You don't have to see 30 of them. You can see two and you get it, yeah? So the selfing is using everything and it's just a mental process. There is no self. It doesn't, it's not there is no self after it's been vanquished or killed or, or destroyed. There is no self, period. Yeah? There can only seem to be a self. And it, it has to seem to be a self to you, to what you really are. Yeah? And in fact, the why things seem so real is because the reality which you are is lending itself to that. You're giving it the meaning it has. So when something really seems as real as real can be, what the only thing that could happen to could be reality. Reality is the only thing that could give something the meaning of being as real as real can be. What else could? Do you think an illusion has a quality called reality? It's an illusion in a sense. Does a dream have a quality of reality or awakeness? No, it's a dream. What's giving the dream a reality but reality? Where is that reality residing? Right where you are, right where I am. What's looking is what I am. Yeah? But how I entertain that is by seeing what I'm not. I can't go to it as an object. I can't try to turn around as the clone, thinking it's a person, to look for the cloneness. Yeah? It'll still be framed by being the person. So self can't get out of self because you were never in self. You can't use mind to seek the mind. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. And if you think you're going to produce stillness with activity, read the old Zen treatise of faith mind. Yeah? 
You can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. Oh, bummer. <laughs> You've been thwarted once again. Yeah? There's no escape. The wisdom of no escape is that there is no need to escape. It's not finding the great way to escape. The wisdom of no escape is there is no escape from an imaginary place. But, no. No but. That's when the world starts again. Yeah? I can feel it now, but when I go into this hypothetical situation on Monday... It's not going to be there. So I just fucking pissed on it being here now. <laughs> That's what it does all day. Oh, I feel it here. It's so easy here. But it's not going to be easy next week. We'll find out. Yeah. If next week didn't mean next week to you, it would probably be a lot easier. Yeah. But because it means next week, it now has, it has preference or emphasis more over now. Because you're relying on the thought system that doesn't take this moment to have any value except to think about the past and the future in it. That's all it's doing. Yeah. It's not, it's never grazing in this moment. It's here, but it's grazing in a past pasture and a future pasture. And it's harvesting, because it is the reality, it's harvesting crops from an imaginary field. What could do that but reality? What could harvest something out of nothing but reality. Yeah. Where is it being, where is its activation happening? Right where you are now. There's no, it's not, let's look for reality. That's what's looking. What's looking is the reality. And to use that to look for the reality is going to fail, obviously. It's going to deny the basic fact and make it a magical idea that you're going to look for. Yeah. The safest place at all to hide. You'll be safe on this side of the camera. No matter how wide it gets, as long as you can claim it, there's no fucking threat. Yeah? But when it passes this line, whoo! Yeah? Now, like Ramana, Maharshi said, your head is in the tiger's mouth. It's a done deal. It's too late. Yeah? You've seen not to be so. And how is that going to be reinforced all day by seeing what's not so? That's all you can see. How could what can't be seen remember what it is in this place because it sees what it's not all day? That's its remembrance of what it is. So if you, th if you would call something that offered you a solution when you seem to be in a problem at all times, love, that's love. Yeah. All day you're seeing what you're not. All day. Everything, every thought's only an appearance. It cannot reach a reality. This body is an appearance. It cannot reach reality. It can only seem to be so to what? Reality. What else does it seem to be so to? Yeah? What is this place convincing? Yeah. Or does this, what it's convincing, give it the meaning of being very convincing? I would say it's that way. This way is victimhood. This way is empowering. Yeah. How could something seem so real to you on Monday, not seem real to you on Tuesday, and then seem real to you again on Wednesday, unless you were the reality that was giving it that meaning? Did it shift? Did it have that meaning? Is it real or isn't it real? It's neither. All it is is a vehicle for mind to express. Yeah. So what would happen if you realize that you're giving everything all the meaning it has, 
and you, this would be no effort. Uh, does it feel like you're efforting, giving things meaning all day? No. Are you having vigilance? I got to keep vigilant giving that toaster the meaning of being a toaster. Toaster, 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 toaster. No, no vigilance at all. It just happens, doesn't it? Why not take that quality and just turn it to what is so? Could you imagine if you gave the meaning of being real to what is real? Find out. Find out what's going to happen. Your life's going to radically change. Yeah? Just how this looks so freaking convincing based on what your seeming condition is, that is convincing. (laughs) To match it with what's going to make it look convincing and match it with what is convincing is a powerful fucking impact. Yeah? How you can make something out of nothing and ruin your whole day, can you imagine what that can make out of your day? Find out. That's the whole message. Yeah. If you try to do it as this, it's an affirmation. Yeah, it's some fucking weird mental bastardization of it. Yeah, now I'm going to affirm what I truly don't believe to be so. Yes, I'm all there is, everything. It doesn't fucking work. If you see I'm not that and let all there is be all there is and match it with your ability to give meaning to all there is, yeah, it's going to be have a fucking huge wallop here. It may be able to override all of your little deep mental grooves and allow you to travel lighter through this day and every day that comes by. Yeah? And that's not even its point. That's just a byproduct. Yeah? It's not even looking to that at all. It's, uh, it's like water. Does water have an intention to clean the hose it's moving through? No, the quality of water is that when it moves through things, it cleans them. Yeah? But the water has no intention. I'm looking for that fucking hose and I want to clean it today. No. It just goes. It extends. And in that extension and movement, it cleans whatever it's moving through. Voila! (laughs) Instead of being under the influence of this thing playing God called self-centeredness, be under the influence of centeredness. You see what happens there. I'm not even going to say there's you to be under the influence of. You're a conduit. Mind wants to express here. Yeah? Some minor king players of a mental process called selfing has got a fucking carte blanche. It's expressing like crazy in our society, in fucking media, everywhere. Yeah, This, this is an aspect of mind that wants to express too. If you open up to it, it's going de- to demonstrate its qualities through you. And then you'll intimate its, its presence by its fruits, just like Buddha, uh, Jesus Christ said. You'll know the tree by its fruits. A good tree cannot bring forth bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bring forth good fruit. You'll know the tree by its fruits. It doesn't say you'll know the tree by studying the tree. You'll know it because you can't know it by its fruits. In other words, it's going to express through you. You're the fucking tree. Yeah? And in that, you see, oh, you see the fruit, you see the fruits. Finally, you realize the fruit fell off this branch, this twig, and the branch, and whoa! Whoa! What? Whoa! <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to go that far. I like, you know, the twig, but no, 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 no. That's way too much responsibility. I can't blame others. I can't be a victim anymore. I can't have be right. Oh, fuck, that's a hard one. I'm not special, unique. Shit, this is a bad deal. But the deal's done. 
You know, you you have like zero percent of the stock of your own life. Yeah. <laughs> you're just here to be expressed through. That's all it is. It's an event, and you're a participatory object in it. Yeah. But all there is is subjectivity moving through everything. Yeah. But we have the ability to know it, and we have the ability to give meaning to things. Why not give meaning to no thing? You know, let it have some fucking importance in your day. When you walk in a room, sense the space instead of all the chairs and the people. When you're sitting outside, sense the incredible breadth and width of the sky. There's no clouds in it at all. Yeah. Yet tomorrow there could be 50 clouds in it. Yeah. There could be 80 planes flying through it. And yet it's not affected by any of that movement through it. Whatever comes and goes is allowed to come and go, but the sky is always there. Every time you're looking out a window, no matter how many birds fly by, the space never leaves when the bird leaves. Yeah? The space is what's allowing that bird to have its appearance. Yeah? How can you not find... Follow yourself. If you go, not this, not this, not this, not... You're going to winnow it down, and then you'll still be as this, but then when this... What happens? Then this, it's like a... It's an implosion, and then a huge explosion. The last place you didn't want the final nuclear reaction to occur, that there is no you, but in that there is no you. Everything appears. Yeah. While you're wanting it to be appearing to you, it's still fucking small. You become the big thing. Yeah. But when you realize there's no thing, then everything becomes obvious. But it'll never become obvious to a you, ever. Yeah. Because the you's playing the big thing making everything else lesser to it. Yeah? That's why, like, when I was a kid, we went to school, Catholic school, and they had the three qualities of God, omnipotent, all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing, and omnipresent, everywhere. And it used to really weird me out, because why aren't I bumping into God? You know, I'm here, everywhere. This must be everywhere, or something of everywhere. I don't, I'm not rubbing into him at all. You know, what's going on? Yeah? The everywhere will not appear to be everywhere to you. Yeah? If you try to make the everywhere be everywhere and appear to be to you as a you, they'll never be noticed. You'll never notice it. Yeah? It's impossible because you're taking yourself to be everywhere. You're taking yourself to be the primary number. And all the equations are based on that one number. One. Yeah? That's why all your mathematics doesn't work. But the real primary number is zero. Zero. And everything comes out of zero. Everything. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Zero. Nothing. Something that your mental condition will overlook like that. Yeah? That's the true value. It's been right underneath our noses all along. And it's even more difficult when you make it special. You make it even, you put a guild on it or you put it in the Himalayas or some fucking esoteric ayahuasca practice in South America, wherever it's going on now. It's just another way of losing what you can't lose by trying to find it. Yeah? That's how we lose it. It cannot be lost, but it can seem to be lost when we're trying to find it. Yeah, it's fucking trippy. You don't see your role in it. When you're looking for something, you never see it. If you stop looking for it, you're seeing from it. What the hell? You must be what you're looking for. Like St. Francis says, what's looking is what you're looking for. That's an incredible, very... That, is, that would not sell as a book. It would be like one... It's like one sentence. What are you going to do? All right, the new edition, 20... What's looking is what you're looking for. 
Everything's blank, exactly. You fucking asshole, you bought another book. <laughs> and we were going to have a book, and our thing was going to be, would have like a very, quote-unquote, important spiritual concept. And we say, for further, further edification, look at page 68. So they paste through it, be blank, yeah? And we do it about four or five times till someone figured it out. Hey, there's fucking nothing here. Exactly. The whole book is on the empty page. All the other shit's filler. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm getting hot here. Yeah. Any questions today? You drove a long way, eh? Yeah. Uh, I better keep talking. You gotta get your, you gotta get your money's worth. I know people are funny with nuggets. One nugget, if it causes a pause, you should just stop there. And just sort of entertain it. Entertain what that did to the mind. Because the mind is in the habit of sort of... It's like in a a yogic posture called self-centeredness, yeah? It's the only posture it practices all day. (laughs) It's a master. (laughs) It's only one position, but you know... And every time it tries to hear something new, it hears it as this. So it all just convolutes it. And if something that's really new will be paradoxical to it. The way things work is incredibly not mysterious. It's only mysterious to a failed system that's trying to interpret it. That's why we have paradoxes and mysteries. It's not a fucking mystery. Yeah? But to this, it has to, to make this still relevant, even that where it's been disputed. Oh, that's, a par- that's very paradoxical how that's working. No, because your life doesn't work. So when you see something that works, it flips you out. Yeah? So here's the yoga posture. So you hear this message, and hopefully it gets in there, and then the mind comes out of the posture. See, this is an introductory offer. You are the product. Yeah? You are the product. You should go home with nothing today, and then you got it, in a way. And then you realize, hey, I had it before I came. Exactly. And you'd have it after you left. Even if you didn't come here, you'd still have it after you left. Yeah. If you believe something is infrequent and rare, it's going gonna, it's gonna to produce agitation of the mind, trying to claim it and get it and trying to maintain it and be vigilant about it. But this is more, much more like a relaxed awareness, like they speak about in Dokchen, you know, Tibetan Buddhism, the great perfection. It's exactly like that. It's not concentration of focus. It's open, very diffuse. Yeah? And then you're, in a sense, if there's anything about meditation, you're being meditated. That's how it feels. There's a sense of something or no thing is watching this thing. Yeah? Like all the time. And no matter how private you think the special you is, it's still under review. Because it's appearing after, it's, pe- it's appearing in front of the camera. Not one aspect of anything about you is out of the realm of appearance. Yeah? There's not one part of you, as you deem it to be, that's in front of the, behind the camera. Not one. See, this is cool. See, I get a suntan, right? Get my my surfer look going. 
get a suntan, do a talk, make some money. What the hell? See how inclusive it is? Now, some people are going to a talk like this in a very sheltered place with a lot of clothes on. Then they got to go to the tanning salon afterwards. And then they got to buy, buy, buy a book from the guy who they thought they just saw to, you know, to, to, to remember that they actually saw him by going over what they think he said. Here, it's much very inclusive. Yeah? Even go to coffee. We do it, all of it's together. <laughs> There's not one po- aspect more important than the other aspect. What's the most important aspect is the aspectlessness of us. Yeah. And if you make it any different, the slightest little difference is the difference between heaven and earth, really. The slightest little difference. If there's a slightest little sense that you have to do something to keep it going, you become the dominant role player. Yeah? All you need to do is, you're already giving meaning to things all day. Why not give meaning to this? Just entertain the possibility and see if it hits the mark on the mind and the grace appears. And then the calibration will change and you'll travel lighter throughout the rest of your fucking life. And you'll probably notice that that's probably what you were looking for the whole time. You may have given it like success or enlightenment or security, but basically all you wanted was an ease and comfort in your situations and in your own skin. being rooted in exactly what's going on. Just let's see if we want to call it Saturday, to be located in the vicinity of Saturday, at least. Not like 2007 and then 2016, trying to send like, you know, you know the scouts you send back and they, they all get killed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gather myself. No, more of you. I'm going to say, I'm going to stop thinking about the, no, you just lost another scout. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is so... It's so obvious, it's like when you were a kid, when time hadn't set up yet in your head, where you'd be playing, you weren't ever worrying about what you'd be playing next week, because you had no idea of next week yet. Yeah? You hadn't entertained all these impossibilities that we take to be probabilities now. We, we're taking insane ideas as being so. Unbelievably insane ideas, that we can be out of a moment, and that we can be in something called self that we can't be in. Yeah? We're trying to get out of what we can't be in. We're trying to get into what we can't be out of. You can't be more expert. If you see that, you can. If you see that, we're trying to get into something we can't be out of. Let's just start there. All right. Let's say that's the basis. What's going to happen if there's a movement from this fact? That's not a fact. It's going to geometrically progress here in time and space. That's what time and space has available. It allows things that may have been a totally insane idea to seem so over time. Really. Yeah. It's just like, this is totally insanity to a three-year-old or a two-year-old. Yet, by the time you're 18, oh, it's definitely, I wasn't there. But the surveillance camera, you were on the pictures. No, I was, I was so far away. No, you weren't. You were fucking there. Yeah. So here, so, okay, I, can, I cannot be in, I, I got to get into what I can't be out of. I got to get into the moment. Yeah. Like, I'm not in, I'm not enough, in, this person looks like he's in the moment. I'm getting fucking pissed off. I want to be more in the moment like him. Yeah? So now, I go, of course, now I leave to make, to get into the moment. Because it can't be this moment. Because this moment seems totally not adequate enough. So I'm going to use this moment by forgetting it to look for a myth- mystical moment that's going to be the moment. Yeah? But as I'm going to find the moment, 
every moment in between is being invalidated when it's compared to this imagination, this imaginative moment. Yeah? And then, so here, let's call it this here you don't want to be in, and you want to get into this mystical there called the moment. Every moment is now invalidated, and when you arrive here, what's this? It's here. So it loses the quality of thereness, which caused you to seek. And as soon as you arrive at the there, it's a here again. What does it do? Does it just stop and pause and realize this is a failed system? No. It produces another mythical there that's going to be better than any here that you seem to be in now. (laughs) You don't see the slavery of it? So let's say you're 30 years old, 90 years old. Here, fuck. You're going to have to make yourself right by having a lot of memories because you'd look like a big asshole if you really let the truth hit you. So no, you're going to have, you're going to be, I'm, I'm right, I'm really right. That was the one moment. I, now I want to get, now I think that moment I'm past is the moment I want to get back to. Yeah? So the so slavery, first it was I move into the trough, they keep moving the trough. Now the trough is behind me. I got to go back to the trough. You don't see that as slavery? You don't see the slavery? This way, this way, this way. Then you get too old. And you realize, oh, but I had that awakening 20 years ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry, I created some dust, but that's what it does. It, du- it creates dust and obscure, it obscures things, doesn't it? Then you're in a dust bowl, and you'll believe almost anything. You read a sign, oh, that's it. No, it isn't. It's just a fucking, what, some car, something on fire there? Let's check it out. Hurry up. It could be my car. Sorry, the meeting's being interrupted. A fire has broken out. Yes, a fire has broken out. That was pretty exciting, eh? We haven't had that before. That has a good effect. We've had other things. We had sirens. We had the cops come here. We've had uh, a lot of... But that was good. You should do this every meeting. That's, that's good. I was looking. I was wondering. Eh? I was picturing a barbecue. <laughs> now, this is the most special meeting. Oh, you see now, you won't have any, you never can have any memory of what happened here, but you can have a memory of the fire. Really? You can't capture this message with a memory. You know that? Have you ever feel that? When you leave a talk, it has a reverberation, but there's nothing you can get out of it. You can't claim anything out of it. Yeah? So you can definitely have a tell everyone, hey, I went to this meeting and there was a fire. Yeah. Bush. Yes. <laughs> That's right. And then he brought out a tablet <laughs> with no commandments. <laughs> he had brought out a tablet and he served some hors d'oeuvres on it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so, oh yeah, we had to pass the basket. Thank you, Z, for thinking that. You thought you were going to get off the free today. I don't know. <laughs>
one more point. Yeah. So this slavery, I mean, it's not all a, a language process. There's something else to it as well. You like the, you know, the yogic posture. There's something about it that's not just the words, the stories you repeat. There's something. There's something. Well, you have a feeling. Yeah, it's, that's how. That's where it's convincing is. Yeah. It isn't in the thoughts. It's like thoughts wrapped around with a feeling. Thoughts seem to be a really But the thoughts reinforce the sense of the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like you at command. You, you know, because the self is being remembered. Yeah. yeah. That's the only way it can appear to be so. Something that isn't so can't generate itself. Yeah. But it has to be reinforced and produced. And how it's produced, that's why this thought system values time so much. Because it uses the future thoughts and concerns about you to remember you now. And the past concerns and stories about you to remember you now. You don't remember you when you're thinking about you four years ago, four years ago. You remember you now. Yeah, don't you? You refer to that idea, oh, I was there. This is how it works. It's just logic. I was there. I will be there. I'm here now. Because it doesn't have, it's not the sense of I am. The I am is the sense of consciousness, you know, and the awareness of that. And that's the I am. It makes a bastardized version of I am as I was there, I will be there, therefore I am here. Yeah? It doesn't get the I am out of the em, out of the presence, out of the beingness. It gets it out of time. And it has to keep doing that. So when you do something you really like to do, usually there's a forgetfulness of self there. You're not thinking about four years ago. Like if I'm surfing and I'm in the water, I'm not thinking about the session yesterday it's too engaging there you got to be careful be alert and I'm not thinking oh will I be catching a wave tomorrow that would rip your attention off of the wave you're on now yeah so you're here and because you're here and you're really engaged you're not remembering self so you feel really good yeah so then maybe you think it's the surfing that does it but the surfing is just facilitating mind to forget itself to forget the self that's all so you have your passions their main, for me, their main agenda is for mind to remember itself by forgetting the idea of being a soul. Yeah? That's what I see it as. And if you have the ability to do what you love to do, you'll have those three samples quite a lot. But after a while, you'll stop painting or, or pasting it on that activity and you'll see it, it's mind and mind alone. That's just using that activity to facilitate what it already is, which is free. Yeah? That's its basic state. It doesn't, it's the, what it's being free from is an appearance, in, uh, and that's all it can be. It can't be so. It doesn't have the ability to be so. It can't, it's like, it's a product of a process. It can't uh, it transcend it, the limitations of the process. In other words, it's being made, and therefore it can be unmade. Just like in recovery, they say, you know, we grew into fear, so you can grow out of fear, Yeah. So we've grown into some mental states and we've taken ourselves to be those mental states. The same mind can grow out of those mental states and not take itself to be those, that idea. And then what is it going to take itself to be? Find out. Yeah. So to me, it's always about the seeing of what you're not, inevitably, because you can't see what you are. That would make, that would make what you are something you're not. Yeah. I think that's over there. Who knows? A lot's happening in the real <laughs> yeah. fires and 
Well, people are giving out $1,000 bills. You can't see. See, that's sort of what it's like in that little self-centered point of view. You're thinking you're looking really hard, but you can't see. You see all the trees, but not the forest. And the whole point is the forest. That's what happens. You just get a bigger, broader influence in your life. That's all. And then... You're, you know, the experience of being you is the recipient of that. You'll experience a lightness that you weren't uh, traveling as before. And it stabilizes, so it's, it leaves the level of experience, though it influences all your experiences, but it's not an experience because that would mean it would come and go. And so it becomes a much more lasting influence in what doesn't last. Yeah, it's cool. And I found, you know, I had given it many names, like enlightenment and awakening and all like that, but when something started to happen, those names meant nothing. They were just like mental substitutes for the real deal. And the real deal is just a contentment and a satisfaction in one's life. Yeah? Realizing it's not yours, basically. That's what provokes it. And then I've, all that drive to get better or, you know, quantize my consciousness or whatever was dismissed like immediately see no point to it I think it's actually doing a disservice when you're trying to it's like that old Zen story the guy polishing the mirror all you get to see is your own face doing this polishing because the mirror is just going to reflect you <laughs> if you stop if you stop appearing the, the mirror will reflect this you know <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're the. It's like you know you're watching a movie and then a big head gets in the way. It's your head. <laughs> you're like, hey, sit down. Oh, it's my head. It's your head. <laughs> your head's blocking the film. <laughs> hey, I can't see. Oh, sit down. <laughs> no, I'm busy looking. Who's that head that's blocking the thing? It's your freaking head. The light's coming from here, not from here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you gonna go to Chibos today? Uh, not today. Uh, you got you got bigger, more important things to do. <laughs> That's <all> right. <laughs> I know Z, you're an important man. <laughs> you're getting let out of the class soon. So we'll end, eh? That's it. All's well. That's enough for you. Yeah. And we can go to Chibos if you like. Yeah. All right. We'll end with a prayer. <laughs>